Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, frog in the throat. Check. Coffee. Check. Kids running around upstairs like they're losing their minds. Check. All right. Let's give this a go, shall we? Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. We're on episode four, Beers with Bori, the podcast. Today, we have a beer review. I couldn't think of a subject to think about, so because me being lazy means I take the cop out and just review a beer that I haven't had before. So, the review will be on Firestone Walkers Tequila Barrel Sunrise vintage series beer this is their number this is their second batch so they had a 2020 and this is the 2021 what this is is a blonde barley wine aged in tequila barrels and aged in orange and cherry bitters barrel Uh, i'm gonna read something right off the side of the box that this uh bottle comes in um if you see like a cardboard box with Firestone Walker stuff. That's usually their vintage line. Um, So you'll see, you'll have a story on the back of the box. So on this one, it says, our brewery began in 1996 when we delved into the rare art of fermenting beer in oak barrels. 10 years later, we took our barrel machinations to the next level by aging beer in vessels inherited from bourbon houses and other spirit producers. Ever since, the resulting beers have flown under the banner of the Appropriators Vintage Series, which has become one of the most extensive barrel aging programs in the craft industry. Tequila Barrel Sunrise is a spirited riff on the classic namesake cocktail. The journey of this beer began when we aged our signature Hel Dorado blonde barley wine in extra Anejo tequila barrels, then blended it with small lots matured in cherry and orange bitters barrel. Finally, we infused this blend with orange zest and hibiscus all to deliver the color, flavors, and vibe you would expect from a beer with this name. The result is a uniquely delicious creation that offers an authentic tequila barrel sunrise sipping experience. Enjoy this beer now or cellar in a cool, dark place between 45 and 55 degrees Fahrenheit. Allow it to warm up in the glass when serving. Let's begin. Let's start with the with the very beginning, right? So this is a blonde barley wine, which is kind of accurate but really it isn't um, when you pour it out it is definitely on the lighter side of barley wines like i've mentioned before barley wines are pretty big beers they have a lot of malt and they have a lot of hops right to create a, a high alcohol balance but it's all smooth you don't taste you're not supposed to taste really much of any of the high volumes of either of those three you shouldn't get this huge alcoholic boozy beer you shouldn't get this malt bomb but you also shouldn't get this hot bomb right so it's a perfect balance well most of those barley wines are dark amber irish red almost brown ale colors this particular one the tequila sunrise is quote quote unquote a blonde version of that so which really just means they use a little bit less of the specialized malts that give it color and flavor so the caramels and maybe some of the like roasted barley or something, all of that's been reduced a little bit. So the color is more blonde-ish than actual deep amber or mahogany, right? And looking at the glass, this is more or less a um, 
like a amber ale. It really is more amber than it is blonde, but I understand what they mean when they call this their blonde barley wine. Okay, so that's where it starts, which is their El Dorado beer that they've made. Then they age it in tequila barrels, which is, isn't new. There's a lot of breweries now experimenting with tequila barrels. So this isn't something new, but it is new to me. And then what, what I found interesting is they also took some of the beer that they made and aged it in cherry and orange bitters barrel. Now that is, that's to me, that's unique. And also I don't recall many breweries doing that anywhere. So that's, that had me intrigued. Um, and then, of course, they finished off with the orange zest and hibis hibiscus. Really, 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 really unique. Um, so as far as the actual cocktail this is based off of, I've never had a tequila sunrise. I've had tequila. I've had a lot of drinks with tequila. I just never had a tequila sunrise. So if this is even remotely close to that, uh, I'm intrigued and I want to try uh, tequila sunrise myself. Um, the beer. Yeah, this this. The, okay, let's start with the aroma. The aroma is like you really get the orange zest. It just jumps out out of the glass. Um, it's also got this weird, this very sweet aroma too. Like um, think of muddled cider, right? So you have some nice, very nice, high quality apple cider, whether it's filtered or not. And you're, you're you're warming it up you're muddling it you have cinnamon in there yes cinnamon sticks you have orange slices or orange peel um, probably a little bit of um you might add another spice in there right but that sweetness that the apple cider emits once it gets warm right plus the the aromas of the seasoning the spices and the zest imagine that coming out of the glass but not like remove the heat remove the temperature just, just the aroma of that muddled cider. That's what I'm getting from this beer out of the glass. Um, I did have to let it sit out for a little bit. I keep my beers at like refrigerator temp, 34 to 38 degrees. So I did want to have this at its proper serving temperature of about 55. So I pulled it out, let it sit for about 15 to 20 minutes. The bottle was, I mean, it was starting to sweat, obviously, because our, our room temp here is somewhere between 70 and 75 at any given, at any given time of the day. So I let it sit for a little bit, let it get warm. And then of course, handling the glass with our body temperatures, it'll raise it just a little bit. And yeah, it definitely, you really do want to drink this at 50, 55. You do not want to drink this at refrigerator temp. The flavors are going to be muted. The aroma might be there, but in reality, the flavors are going to be very muted. So speaking of the flavors, I get the the cherry even though it's cherry bitters i don't for, for me my palate picked up like a very sweet very sweet upfront taste um not that that could also be from and it's most likely actually it's most likely from the actual base beer the blonde barley wine so knowing that it is a barley wine made with a little bit less of the specialty malts which means there's a there's a little bit in there but not a lot and depending on how old that base beer is right how how old they let it sit before they start to blend this with the tequila barrels and the bitter barrels um i picked up like a upfront sweetness it was it was actually really pleasant it really was pleasant because that taste leads right into the finish and the swallow and that's where the bitter barrels came into play that those cherry and orange bitters really 
really shine right there at, towards the back end of your palate. And they linger a little bit. It's almost, almost IPA-like, but not like grapefruit, right? Don't think of like, when I say IPA, the whole bitter beer face finish that dry. It's not quite like that. What I mean is just a hint of bitterness, right? Just a hint of it. But it is, this is nowhere near as dry as an IPA. It's not really dry. This Tequila Sunrise beer isn't, does not finish dry. It does have a small dry finish, but not like your traditional refreshing IPAs or Blondales or lagers, which is supposed to have a dry finish. So you want more of it, right? So you can drink more. That's why they're mostly real. That's why they are drank during the summer because you want something refreshing. Um, this one is not like that. Not at all. Um, the 11%. Oh, I never mentioned the alcohol alcohol percentage. This is an 11% beer. Um, 11%, 14 IBUs, and the color on the website says 14, but on the bottle, it says 28. So I'm not sure if Firestone did something. They messed up somewhere, but... It's definitely not a 28. It's more of a four, 28 SRM, excuse me. Um, it is definitely more of a 14 SRM. Yeah, it's uh, that 11%, nowhere to be found. You can't find it. It's hidden it's, it's, it's hidden perfectly just like a proper cocktail. You, you don't want, I mean, you do want some of the booze to, to come out, right? You want some of that flavor, but usually you don't because that means it's just, it's not balanced. It's not a good mix. Um, and that goes with this beer. This is perfectly balanced. Um, it's, <laughs> it's quite, it's quite amazing. I am, I'm, I was, I was so impressed. I was so impressed. I drank this like it was an actual cocktail. It was done within like 30 minutes. It was so, so easy to drink. Such good flavor. I really, <laughs> I kind of, I, I regretted getting only one bottle. Um, but luckily Costco has recently received like five or six cases of it. Um, I plan to get two more bottles of it because I want to age them. I want to personally age these. Now that I've had them relatively fresh, this is a couple months. The, the bottle I, I'm drinking is a couple months old. So it's been out for a little bit, right? So I thought Costco was already gonna be sold out or the, the, the run of the, the cases or batches that were sent out to stores and accounts was over with. Well. We popped into Costco or I looked on their website and their site had more and it was available at our warehouse. So that'll be bought here soon. Yeah. Very, very excited. That. I want to age though. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy two. I'm going to age one. I'm going to age both. One I'm going to have in a year and then I'm going to have the second one in two years. I want to see where this beer goes. Just just to see what 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 time and age will do to this to this beer. It's going to be I think it's I think it's going to just turn into more of a it might become a little bit of a sugar bomb, but hopefully not. Uh, let's see that. Oh, so absolutely no head. Um, like I mentioned before, higher alcohol beers almost don't have any form of head. And this one's no different. Built a little small about finger, finger height, maybe a finger and a half, pinky finger, not think, not index finger. And then it just dissipated just as fast as it, as it was created. So minimal head. So that's when I, that was the only time I was really able to get the aroma out of the beer. But, um, yeah, it's, this is, this is a lovely, lovely beer. Firestone Walker really killed it with this one. Um, 
yeah, I'm excited. If I if I give this a, an actual rating scale on a scale of uh, five, this for me is an easy four to four and a half, like no doubt. It's I would I would highly recommend this to anyone that happens to like tequila cocktails, right? If you are a tequila sunrise fan, oh, I highly recommend this. Even if you're honestly, even if you're not a beer drinker, I would still recommend this because you're really you're not gonna think this is a beer. If somebody if somebody poured this in front of you and put two and put a tequila, a real tequila sunrise mixed drink and this beer, most cocktail drinkers wouldn't be able to tell a difference. Most. The only way they would be able to tell a difference is because the booze would probably be a little bit more present in the actual cocktail versus this one. Obviously, because this is only 11, 11%, whereas a cocktail is going to feature a tequila that's at 40, right? Other than that, I don't think most will be able to tell a difference. Yeah, this is, yeah, I highly recommend this. Yeah, short. It's a, my beer reviews are going to be short and sweet. They're not very long. Um, I will try to go a little deeper into them if I can find the information, but their website really is, just takes an excerpt of what I already read and puts it in on the website. So if you do go to their website, that is where you will find the other vintage line of beers. They have like 12 to 15 that they try to release, I think, quarterly. Uh, so I think this is the first or second. This should be the second quarter release. I do not remember what their first quarter release was. Another another killer beer from Firestone Walker. And that's going to do it. Yeah, that's really going to do it. Just shy of 15 minutes. Um, again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for the downloads, for the streams. Um, I see the numbers. I love it. Um, I cannot I cannot thank you all enough. Um, if you want to reach out, I did start a new Twitter handle just for the podcast alone. It is beers with Bori Pod. Actually, before, before I give you the wrong information, it is jeez. <laughs> uh, the handle is uh, at Beers with Bori, uh, but the account is called Beers with Bori Podcast. So if you search either one, you'll find you'll find it. That's me. Um, that one's going to strictly focus on beer and the podcast itself. So um, on my regular Bori the Blade Twitter, I'll retweet the other account just so it gets exposure because obviously followers are different um i plan on starting an instagram page as well or an instagram account and just keep it strictly beer associated with the episode and then using that to advertise the episodes on instagram so look for that um i just haven't done it yet uh, like i said i mean i'm lazy hence why I'm doing a 15-ish minute review of a beer instead of an actual topic That'll be the best way to get a hold of me if you do want to have you have any questions with regards to this episode, any previous episode, or you want to toss some suggestions that you'd like to hear me talk about. That those are the best ways to get a hold of me. Um, otherwise, I mean, if you're family or friends on Facebook, you obviously know how to get a hold of me. All right, I think that's uh, that's a good time to end it because I've been rambling for almost three minutes and I said this was under fifteen. One of these days, I'll get it right. All right. Thanks again. You all have a great rest of your day, night, afternoon, or morning, and we will catch you in the next episode. See ya.